This is Rodrigo Bravo from the Toronto Comics Anthology, and you are now listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. I've got nothing in my brain today. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Gabe, Tim, and Doyle. We're all eating soup. Soup. What is the plural tomato soup? <laughs> Actually, it's not, not really. I mean, it's kind of weird. Tomato soup doesn't taste anything like tomatoes to me. Yeah, it does. It tastes like tomatoes and cream. I mean, to me, I said it's... Tomatoes and cream, tomatoes and cream. <laughs> All right. I'm just a boy who likes tomatoes and cream. <laughs> That's such a weird thing because in my mind it doesn't taste like tomatoes, but obviously tomato soup is tomatoes, so mm. it does taste like tomatoes. To me, it doesn't taste like tomatoes because I don't like tomatoes, and I like everything else that tastes like tomatoes, which is really odd. That does seem very odd. I could, I can't eat a tomato. I don't like like a even on my burger, nothing. But I'll, I like tomato soup. I like it in my chili, just fine. Like it's a really weird fucking thing. I'm with her. Yeah. I'm not. I don't really like. <laughs> I love tomatoes. I love tomatoes I don't. too. I don't like tomatoes. I'm. It's like I bananas. I like bananas, but not banana flavored shit. Like, and I don't like chunky tomatoes. Like in my like spaghetti sauce. Not huge chunky. I'll take some smaller ones. Like I need. I need it. I don't know. <laughs> so we're talking about the devil's advocate, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, who are hi. we? <laughs> yeah. hi, I had a mouthful of grilled cheese. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Juan, unlike tomatoes, we're talking about The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> the Devil's Advocate is a 1990s... Oh, wait. Tim also doesn't like tomatoes. He oh, must yeah, have liked yeah. the film because we're already tangenting. <laughs> must we advocate it's a, from this tomatoes? It's a 1997 American supernatural horror film directed by Taylor Hackford, written by Jonathan Lemkin and Tony Gilroy, starring Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino, and Charlize Theron, based on Andrew Niederman's 19 novel of the same name. It is about an unusually successful young Florida lawyer invited to New York City to work a major firm to work for for a major firm. As his wife becomes haunted by frightening visual phenomena, the lawyer slowly begins to realize the owner of the firm is not what he appears to be, and he is in fact the devil. I don't know what to classify this as, but horror doesn't seem right. Uh -uh. Supernatural horror, suspense thriller, maybe supernatural suspense thriller. So, seven without the murder. One thing that makes this really, really strange is, you know, the uh, I think a reason why it's so hard to classify. So the guy that wrote the novel this is based on, Andrew Niedermeyer, is, sounds made up. But <laughs> I know he's actually the guy. So when you see VC Andrews books now. He's actually the guy that's writing them. Like, after V.C. Andrews passed away, he became, like, the ghostwriter for her books. So, like, that kind of gothic romancy, like, you know, weirdness is definitely a function of, like, the kind of books that he writes. Where it's, like, kind of horror, but it's not really horror, and it has to do with the devil, but that's not really scary. It's just strange. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. This movie doesn't leave much of an impression, I don't think. I like it, but I think it all comes together like in the end. There's a lot more T and A in this movie than I remember. Well, me too. <laughs> a lot more T and V. Yeah, they show all of it. 
Mr. Skin's a huge fan of this movie. <laughs> it was made for one, uh, for fifty seven million, and the box office was a hundred million of that was Al Pacino. <laughs> Six million of that was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> this movie was made for a million dollars. It made one hundred fifty three million. So it's pretty popular. It was a big deal when it came out. I remember yeah. this movie being a big deal every step of the way. Mm-hmm. I remember it being a big deal when it came out because it got the conservative crowd all up in a tizzy. <laughs> and then again when it came out on like VHS. You'd think and DVD. that conservatives want to, the devil to be like defeated. Like, I mean, he kind of gets defeated here. You'd think they'd applaud that. He just sets three, you know. They he starts over. They just don't <laughs> like him in things. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they got upset about The Exorcist, which is literally a movie about God beating the devil. Like <laughs> they, just don't, they just don't watch things, is the problem. They just get mad. They're like, yeah. oh, Satan's in there? Then cle- For shame. <laughs> Clearly, let's be For upset. shame upon you and your family. Especially when this came out. Like, that was, the, that was a joke on Saturday Night Live. Dana Carvey's uh, church lady. Yeah. Where everything is Satan's fault. You know? Why is the devil's advocate such a hit? Could it be Satan? <laughs> like, <laughs> like this this movie did have like profound effects on pop culture when it came out. It did for for how subtle the film it is. Made well, some waves, and it put kind of weird. It put Al Pacino in like a very different kind of role, or like maybe not even a very different kind of a role, so much as just like a very different kind of movie. Yeah. Like, look, he can do this he can in do a completely it. different setting and still crush it. He can still just be Al Pacino. He can still just be an angry Cuban guy. He can yell no better than Anakin Skywalker. That's right. Cool. No, I, th- I think most anybody can yell no better than Anakin Skywalker. What about... Uh... That is a cool scene, though, at the end. Yeah. When he gets all young? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's when he loses it and, like... That mural that's behind him that's been, like, writhing, like, starts burning and fucking, what's her name, turns into a corpse. (laughs) She gets blue flamed. Visually, it's cool. Like, I just don't think it's... I like the idea of it. Yeah, I just... Angel hearts exist. Angel heart exists, though. And, like, so do probably half a dozen other movies where the devil is, like, not who you suspect it to be. No, I just, that's more, not oh. that so much, just so much of the, like... Is that Pacino Angel Heart, too? Just, the, like, the him being guided, like, thing type of a deal. The free will decisioning, the reveal at the end, which, I mean, not much of a reveal. It's pretty obvious <laughs> that he's something not good. So Charlize Theron had done Children of the Corn 3, Two Days in the Valley, that thing you do and trial and error before this movie. So I don't know if she was much. I don't know Relative. what those movies are. So I don't know if she was much of a powerhouse because in my brain you she's, think, oh fuck, Charlize Theron's a pretty big name. She's probably still relatively unknown at this point when this movie comes out. Because I'll be honest with you, until you said it, and even mm-hmm. after watching it, I didn't even realize that she was fucking in it. <laughs> Holy shit! Robert De Niro plays the devil in Angel Heart too. Robert De Niro or Al Pacino? Robert De Niro does. Well, this is Al Pacino. I know, I'm just saying, oh, like... the two, Robert, like, buddies? The, yeah, the two, like... <laughs> both Two times they tried to say, hey, Italian mobster <laughs> as the devil, what do you think? Like, <laughs> sorry. Like, I mean, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's probably still pissed off that he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, when do I get to be the devil? 
Damn every it. single How movie, you Pesci. Make lethal Weapon Six. Yeah, <laughs> You'll be, you can be the devil in Lethal Weapon Six. God, wouldn't that be an insane turn of events? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Leo gets his literal Satan. And, is is and, the <laughs> devil in the Lethal Weapon universe? Mel Gibson ha- finally gets the confrontation he wants between him and Satan. Right. Twins too, except Danny DeVito's the devil. Freedom. <laughs> Keanu Reeves had already done. Bill and Ted, one and two. Your mom, uh, Johnny Mnemonic. He'd already done nah, John. Uh, yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. Right it before then, Bram so, Stoker's yeah. Dracula, uh, and Speed before this, and then The Matrix would come out. That would be right his afterwards. next big movie. So I feel like the he was Matrix a pretty big star. He learned how to act. I think he did a pretty he good job. Yeah, speed. yeah. Speed, well, I mean, speed is just like a, an action dude running around. <laughs> so, like a bit of acting in it. And Speed's he says, a pretty fucking says, dope movie, too. A lot less in it than you would expect, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, He's got that great dialogue where they talk about shooting the hostage or not. I don't feel like Speed could have, or had to have good acting. I feel like Speed could have been anybody. It probably could have been. Yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> It was fucking they hired Keanu. Reeves. And then Bill and Ted was good for what it is. So but like it's not I remember like watching thing. Bill and Ted and loving it. And then yeah. when I heard Keanu Reeves was cast in Speed, I was like, Well, that's stupid. <laughs> like he's dumb. <laughs> and then I watched Speed and it completely changed my opinion about him. Because he's like, like a badass. I was like, cop. man, he's so cool. <laughs> and then he went on to just be in cool shit after that. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm a badass and this and I'm a badass in that and oh I can be in space time there's like, no fucking spoon <laughs> like, like, like Keanu, Keanu Reeves is not a spectacular actor yet I don't think he is yeah but he has like failed upwards with a level of success like no other I think because he's like just such a humble like kind of average seeming guy that people feel like, oh, I could be Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I feel pants. like he's the guy who tries really hard, and people appreciate it. Yeah, well, but it's not so, like a good thing. All sometimes, so like he, the southern accent, this is pretty terrible. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> and like I do like this movie. I don't like it as much as I remember liking it. <laughs> I think this might be the first time I ever watched it. But that doesn't this, surprise The me. whole time I was watching it, I was like, that was a poor decision. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he did, not have, that, that he did this, not have to be from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> this this recording session is all about people that make poor decisions. Because yeah. I get the feeling that's going to come up in the next movie, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot of poor decisions making in the next film. Jeez. Um, cheap seat reviews uh, on Twitter says, really interesting and enjoyed it. Um, and then George Robinson just says solid. What is the Rotten Tomatoes on it? Oh, the Rotten Tomatoes is. Uh, I want to guess that. All right, is very high. No, I was surprised. <laughs> no, they I just like I the remember when this came out, they really eye. didn't like it. It's a sixty-three percent critic score, yeah, and it's an eighty percent audience score. That sounds about well right. Liked. That sounds right. <laughs> I remember critics not digging this film. I think that's about what I'm at at too. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't hate it either. I didn't love it. Yeah. I remember liking it more. See, I think that's I think that's my thing, is that when it came out, it was awesome. The last time I watched it, it was, eh. Yeah. I watched it today. The movie definitely has <laughs> diminishing returns. 
it's well because you like, can't have that scene know. again for the first time, right? Yeah, I, I honestly don't think Al Pacino is that great of an actor either. I loved his monologue at the end. <clears throat> I he it. might not be a like, great actor, doing but a, I really enjoyed the monologue. I just don't think he's as super engaging. I think as a lot of other people feel he is, and so as a consequence, like it's a good monologue. But do you see, do you I think feel that like that's somebody a, else could have delivered it with even more power? So that so do you think that that's that's kind of what my question would be? Is that a product of the time? Like, who do you think at that in '97? That's uh, probably just the biggest star because I'm sure that's why it's they probably, cast him. It's probably the writing more than anything. <clears throat> but do you do who else do you think or, could do something like that? Back At that then. time, 97, I'm guessing they hired him because he's a big fucking name. So, like, who equates to Al Pacino around that time that you think could do a better job? De Niro. <laughs> they feel like the same to me. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty interchangeable, and we've already said it in the episode, but De Niro comes to mind. Uh, Let's see. Oh, damn. Who, uh, 90s. Who, uh, shit. Was that Mel Gibson time? Fucking, what is, what is his name? The guy from, uh, from the third Godfather. Uh, 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 Jesus, you made it to the third Godfather? Uh, uh, Andy Garcia. A- Andy Garcia, maybe. Pretty good at that. Yeah. Fuck, that was, that was a deep pull for me. <laughs> it's a very I deep But he was there. He was there. He was there. <laughs> Fuck. Um... Trying to think of who else might. Well, have done what a good I mean, job Al Pacino had a fucking. He had to have had a monster career up to ninety ninety seven. Yeah, it was a little. Oh. It might have been a little before he started taking serious roles. But As Robin I scroll Williams. through this, I, I, I nobody could never take him that seriously. But who? Andy Garcia? No. Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Oh, I didn't you hear that. He I didn't even hear it. it. You don't think he could have done it that? Then? I don't know. I man. think he would have done it. I don't think I would have. <laughs> Because, like, his serious Bought stuff, it. I'm not... I can't I can't imagine his serious stuff. Like, it just throws me off. It's okay. It like, makes me feel real weird. Like, I don't know how to think about it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my favorite stuff, but I don't think it's horrible. So, I, I don't know. What's the, what's the one movie that he made? Uh, one Hour Photo? One Hour yeah. Photo. That's pretty good. He's got re- Insomnia is really good, but it's a remake of like a super like the the it's a remake of a superior movie that's just in a different language. It has better acting, and it was like I don't know. I just like the way it's, <laughs> it's a better. He did a he did a pretty good uh, one parter on SVU on Law and Order that I thought was pretty good. Man, I don't know. Like in the nineties, I can't like those were kind of the powerhouses. Like John- and that. And that's Johnny the thing. Depp would have been too young. Bruce Willis is too much of an action star. Maybe Mel, Geb- Mel Gibson could have. Like, I just don't think I would have gone with like a powerhouse actor. Was Jim Carrey doing shit then? Oh, that would have been not serious <laughs> shit. Not serious <laughs> shit. No, not, not yet at all. That's why. So it's hard. But, but like do you th- we, we do you, all right. But do you think he could have done it though? Maybe when he started doing his serious shit, because he gets no. kind of spooky in movies like Twenty Three. He. And spotless mind, but you can even, get weird. Even then, um, I'm just throwing out some some wild cards. <laughs> Should have gone with Philip Hoffman. The Hoff man, Philip Seymour Hoffman would have been really good, or John Malkovich. That's oh, really that'd good. be a good John one. Malkovich that would have been. been I could see him intense. as the devil. Like he would be really cool. I'm pretty sure Will John Malkovich Defoe. is the devil. Like <laughs> he he is Beelzebub. Bushimi. 
But Willem, De- Willem Dafoe, Gary Oldman. Hey guys, yeah, Gary, like Gary Oldman, Oldman would be really good. Oldman, ooh, Oldman would have been fucking sick. Ralph Gilbert, uh, God for Macho. Ralph Macho, the fucking Karate Kid. No, how do you, how do you say that guy's name? I don't know who you're Ralph, talking. Ralph. As soon as you said Ralph, I just imagined Macho. Finis or what's his name? Oh, I don't know. He's a British guy. Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, Why does the devil gotta be white? Good, this would be such a good movie. <laughs> now we're f- now we're fan casting it with the most ridiculous shit. Sean Bean. He pulls out the gun to shoot himself no, in the head, and Jackie Chan like backflip kicks it. Sean Bean dies. <laughs> so what was the obviously the big at the time? Obviously the big twist was that Al Pacino was the devil. Yeah. What did you think about it the first time you watched it? Because like you said, you can't undo it. So Obviously, I, knew, I know about it, so I knew he was the devil going I into the movie. Know that he was the, I remember I didn't know that he was the devil, but I clearly knew that it was like some evil thing, like, you know, demons or something. Yeah. I don't remember specifically being like he's the devil, but um, I just thought that whole scene was cool. I remember the first time I watched like it coming to it, because like the whole rest of the movie is nothing like that. Like it is a typical, like like it's like a John Grisham book. lawyer yeah, story. Yeah, end. and all of a sudden There's he's like, like "And my dad's pieces. Satan." <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, I I liked it the first time I saw it because it kind of caught me off guard. But I think at this point it's been done so much right. better that n- now when I watched it, I was just mm. so when you watch. When you watch something like this, who at the time you're like, "Fuck, that was cool," but not, because of technology and shit, just just changed, and it has been done so much better. Is does that diminish how you feel about something? No, like I just think that the way it's written isn't as strong as something like House of the Devil, which is effectively like the same, where she's like, just it's just built up suspense 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 and you don't really know what's going on and you get hints to it and then all of a sudden it's a shit show hell fucking dracula is pretty much the same story yeah i mean it's just yeah. it's just that sometimes sometimes Another the way movies the way movies get accent made movie. like the way <laughs> movies get made they borrow so many ideas from like the past or like motifs cuz there's really only like 15 plot lines right. or whatever you know so I think because people keep improving on it over time, like something just ends up looking or like not feeling as interesting as it did when you first saw it because things that have executed the same concept have come out that are better, you know? Yeah. I mean, this this kind of story has definitely been beaten to death. Yeah. Now. Because, I mean... But that's the main question, is that... is But is does that... Is that its problem that you feel that way now? You know what I mean? No, it's it's it becomes one of those things where you have to take where we have to take our job rating this seriously. Right. Where it's like you know, as much as I complained about Squid Game being exactly not, like a dozen other things, its fault. It but was it's still the same. independently very very good. It's and the that's same. What this is. It's, it's the same thing as like food, in my opinion. Right, like so, and I'm just using this as an example. I love Rice Krispie treats. They're like one of my, they were one of my favorite snacks forever. And then you go to Chiba Hut and they got a Rice Krispies Fruity Pebble treat, and it blows Rice Krispie treats out of the fucking water. 
It's not Rice Krispie Treats' their fault. Goo- <laughs> their goo ball is delicious. And that's Rice pretty Krispie much what it is. Are still good. Yeah, Rice Krispie yeah. Treats still great. But not bro, their fault. But, but you mix pebbles. some fruity pebble in that bitch. It's been outdone. <laughs> I'm not going back. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going back. That's Once you amazing. Go pebbles, you never go back. I've had it with. Uh, Once you have the pebbles, huh? I've had it with fucking um, Lucky Charms. Oh man, it's like diabetes. It's like a little block of diabetes. I've had it so with crunch berries. Crunch berries, Lucky is real Charms, incredible. I never liked Lucky Where Charms. I, like chalky kicks, little not kicks, the marshmallow shit. Tricks, tricks. <laughs> you had the tricks on Commerce City, oh, yeah, probably. Tricks. Because there's there's a Kix cereal and Trix cereal and they're both fruity cereals. But one is fucking cardboard and the other one is my favorite. Sugar. My favorite two cereals were always cardboard. Frosted mini wheats. I don't know why, but those are I fucking those. banging. They're so good. And uh, the Austin, stra- the blueberry ones are now. phenomenal. Oh, the blueberry and the strawberry yeah. ones are fucking. So and then good. the uh, the cat. What is it? Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is the shit. I don't like Captain Crunch. That's unusual. <laughs> that is very unusual. <laughs> Captain Crunch is Captain like Crunch is like one of the best cereals ever. But it's made. also the perfect food because it self-regulates you. Like you cannot eat past a certain amount of it <laughs> because it is shrewd. We have talked about this so many times on the show. That's why Captain Crunch just fucks your roof from that's your what, mouth up. That's why I don't eat Cheeto balls. It's your wife the, okay, by the way. Yeah, She's yeah. Still gone. No. Cheeto balls. Yeah. Are, uh, the same Cheese thing. Girls. I like Cheeto poofs, but not in ball form. You know what else is that? Is those fucking uh, those hot fries? Mm. We're tangenting hard as fuck. Sour candies. You can't eat too many of those. Yeah, because you're fucking, fucking gum. You know what got me, like bro? The old ladies on my TV screen talking about honey bunches of oats. That shit is delicious. Yeah, it's, it's so good. good. I love honey bunches of oats. The Cinnabon cereal. The little Cinnabon frosted curls. I give Devil's Advocate a sixty-nine. Oh wow, that is lower than nice. I thought. I'm just, I'm not, not even a C. Fan. I'm not a huge fan. Doesn't of this even movie. pass. I don't think so. I definitely have little to no interest in ever watching it again. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a 75. I mean, I don't. Have, it's yeah. a good movie. It's just, it's just a good movie. It's, it's. If this was on TV, I wouldn't stop to watch it. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like it's a rainy day. There's nothing else to watch, and Devil's Advocate's playing. I feel like I would always look for something else. Yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna do the you're gonna do the rotation. You know, on you're the gonna remote. go to it and then hope that there's something else on the guide. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, awesome you'll is- do the rotation and you'll come back to it, and you're like, all right, I guess this is it. <laughs> well, because the way I watch TV is just like, well, okay. Yeah. I'm not watching that one. <laughs> and then every commercial break, you do it again. Netflix just you like case. thumbs down it, but Netflix keeps bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> keeps trying Netflix to and YouTube, I don't understand their algorithms. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. If I leave YouTube on long enough, it will always eventually lead to stupid girls trying on bikinis, which I don't, I've never actually <laughs> sat down and watched anything like that. Huh. And they're like try on hauls or whatever. And they're the dumbest shit. It's like, I was like, I don't care that they're hot. Like, this is stupid. Like, they're talking about like where they got it from, what this. I'm just like, why YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> 
if I leave mine going, it invariably ends up going to music videos. Yeah, mine too. Like it'll eventually just take itself there, but it'll go down. Like if I look at my history, it'll be like weird thing, weird thing, murder stuff, conspiracy theory, deeper conspiracy theory than like yeah. music videos. Mine'll be like <laughs> mine'll be like replays of ridiculousness, Magic the Gathering, like or video game shit or yeah. like book review shit, like nothing to do with try on all. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What, what? are you giving Devil's Advocate? Uh, I'm going to go higher than that. I'm going to be like 78. So it's still a C to me, but I, I almost got to say a B. 79. There you go. It's a 10-point spread. And nah. that makes it 75. That's not right. 43. <laughs> well, you gave it a Something made that up 78 there, plus 79 plus 75 plus 69. 69. Divided by 4. Nice. 75 and one quarter. Seven, platform 79 and one quarter. 75.25 gives it just above Gattaca and just below <laughs> LA Confidential. Gattaca is so much better film than this movie. <laughs> Every time you say Gattaca, it yeah. makes me laugh because I know how much it fucking annoys Doyle. And Buck Knives, apparently. Oh man, <laughs> Buck Knives! The fact, can we talk the about fact that when the, like we got buck, into it again in the group chat? Buck knives, don't, buck knives. I don't hate Buck Knives. It's just a dumb choice to so kill people with. When, I, when we were reading the chat and it said the average Buck Knife is three to five inches long, I just started laughing. Like I couldn't stop laughing for about five minutes. Yeah. I know it's true, but I and it, how was that the I didn't watch that video, but how was it the iconic horror video? A movie knife. It's just what like Psycho. It's a giant. It's a big kitchen knife like most of halloween it's, it's a big knife. kitchen knife like buck knife it's just scream isn't it i think so uh, he talked about it a little more in depth but now i can't remember i gotta watch that video because it sounds like some real dumbass because <laughs> <laughs> a the iconic knife horror shot is psycho yeah so to deviate knife. from yeah, that knife is knife. not and then the only other like iconic knife i can think of is is jason and his is like a fucking a machete. Just, like a serrated like hunting machete but even then sometimes it's just a big kitchen knife yeah, halloween it's michael so, myers it's halloween's a big kitchen knife the fucking chucky used a kitchen knife like where does bowie knife shit come from or buck knife, <laughs> buck knife. Sorry, buck knife. <laughs> bowie knives are different speaking of halloween that's our next episode halloween. yes you want to take kills. us out bowie yeah. knife is a way better knife for killing people yes. be sure to check it out check us out <laughs> check it out Com, find knife. us at patreon.com slash TOTLB. <laughs> Don't bring your buck knives to youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box. Or a slaughter fest. And if you want to talk to us about buck knives and how Michael Kirk definitely got slaughtered by midgets with buck knives, be sure to give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. Or here to slash your shins. I don't know. Death by Why do they have weird accents? We're here to slash your shins. It's like a fucking <laughs> vampire, so he's, so he's getting death by a thousand cuts by a bunch right. of Mexican wielding <laughs> <laughs> buck knives, <laughs> and they're naked. <laughs> this is the most absurd fucking scene I think we've ever painted from Mike. Until next time, I'm dead. That's that's the comic I need to publish. Is like all the ways <laughs> the, that Mike has died, the ridiculous ways Mike yeah. has died at the uh, hands of one hundred and one deaths of Michael Kirk. <laughs> yes. And then in parentheses, at the hands of midgets. Yeah. <laughs> Illustrated. <laughs> With oh, love. By, that was funny. By Tim Husky. Anyway, until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Bye. Bye. Midget wielding buck knife. <laughs>
on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a Baron Space production! <laughs>